Greetings, everyone. You are now entering the podcast of Elegance in Class. Um, it's been a minute since I've actually done anything. Welcome to Chris Talks. Um, this is a special episode that we have uh, this go round. I'm actually I have somebody who actually was in my first ever episode, and a, a, another friend of mine who I've been meaning to get on my show for the while. So um, this is a special one for so many reasons. This is the first one where I have multiple guests. And also, this is the one where I get to talk about my favorite thing in the world, which is uh, horror, horror films. I'm a huge fan of horror. I've been into, like, films and shows, videos, things like that. And I, I kind of want to geek out with my friends. So, you know, I bought uh, two people who, I, who know horror very well. If you listen to my first podcast, uh, this gentleman who I interviewed, who, who sort of like, sort of like have been like a, a friend slash mentor in a sense uh in a way so he's he's coming back and um he's he's been gracious enough to, uh to flow back to the studio uh, with us and i have another friend of mine a good dude uh one around the way guys when i first came out here he was one of the people i, I going to um pretty well and one of the one of our out of our many bonding experiences um it's been ho- over horror films you <laughs> know so he gives great commentary the man is like a wealth of knowledge Sometimes it's a little scary. So um, so I have both of these gentlemen here. Without further ado, I'll introduce them. Uh, we have Don Farwell. Hello. Don, Don Farwell. And also Mark Westland. Hello. Yes, Mark Westland's in the motherfucking building. All right, so <laughs> we're going <laughs> to... We're going to have you both, man. Without further ado, man. First of all, uh, how are you all doing? Oh, great. Great. Everything's good. Let me... Um, How are you doing, Mark? Oh, it's a Thursday. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I was just about to paint yeah. the picture, everybody. Hey, let me paint the picture. It's a Thursday evening. Uh, we're sitting here sipping on some good scotch. Good little 1801 12-year. <laughs> it's going good. It's going good, man. I'm enjoying it. I'm feeling a little buzz, which I like that. I like the smooth, like, not drunk. You just feel nice, you know? Mm-hmm. This is um better than a couple of times that I've had podcasts where I'm like, all right, we should delete this. Um, so... <laughs> In a little too far. I, I, I went too far. I, I had too much fun. Yeah. You know? So it's like, you know what I hate about bitches? Like, nah, I don't want to, um, <laughs> I don't want to have like those things that happen. So um, we're all good, man. Without further ado, man, if you are into horror, you're in for a treat for this next hour. Uh, we're going to, we're going to get into it, man. So this will be me still kind of the same format, me interviewing my friends, but also adding my own commentary into it. So this will be fun. Um, without further ado, man, we're going to get it started. All right. Um, I have a list. I'm organized today, everybody. We're going to get into this. All right. First thing is first. Um, you guys of all, we all like in our, like, we're all thirties, early forties around that age. Right. So we've been wink, 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 wink. You know, we're, we're, we're from that. We're from the era. I think it's safe to say we're all from the era of like the classic seventies, eighties horror films. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, for that, and you know, we kind of evolved as horror evolved sure. over the years. So I think that's cool. When did you first really get into horror films? 
So for me, I mean, one is I just kind of grew up with them always being around. So mm-hmm. I was born in 82. Yeah. If that helps. Yeah. Everybody figure out. But my parents were very much kind of watch what you want to watch sort of people. Um, (laughs) Didn't really have a lot of things. So, yeah, I was watching R-rated movies at seven years old or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it was just kind of always a thing for me. I mean, the the first one that I really watched um, when it came out and really glommed onto it was Scream. Okay. There's a part of me that it might still be my favorite one just because it was like, the first one I really saw when it came out, when it was big. Because yeah. in the early 90s, horror was a little down. Yeah. And it was a lot of, like, part seven of things. Yeah. And, you know, oh, know. stuff that was getting a little stale. And, I mean, we, there were some good ones. We into it. Yeah. There were some good ones, but, you know, it was definitely, definitely a, you know, there's some down periods, and it was one of them. Yeah. Uh, but so that's probably the first one that's really, like, oh, this is this is my thing. What was your first, I guess horror experience like the first time you watch something it was like this scared the shit out of me and what what was the inspiration to actually watch it again because some people get scared and they never watch horror films so so the i mean if you're talking about being scared the first thing is not even really a horror film it was seeing robocop when i was like <laughs> seven which is way too early to see the like Absolutely. late 80s robocop there is some intense yeah. stuff in that movie. yeah yeah it's but a like, very intense 80s yeah. movie yo. but because yeah. i saw that like horror movies are like meh whatever <laughs> Ah, some dude's getting stabbed and people are bleeding all over the place. Well, the scene—the scene where he's getting his hand shot oh, yeah. off and oh, that shit oh, yeah, is yeah, rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that scarred me. When know? he gets yeah. shot, yeah, like when he's like, all the things are happening mm-hmm. to him, it's just fucked up. So, in general, the first thing though that really like it's a horror movie that got me uh-huh. was funnily enough, way after I got into horror movies, really? it was when I saw Audition. Um, mm. which I don't know for people who know that one. That's a Japanese film from the late 90s. Okay. Um, by uh, Takashi Miike. Okay. Um, who's made a bunch of... He makes the horror movie for people that love horror movies. Okay. Because they are... They're extreme. Take notes, everybody. And um, real. Audition is definitely kind of the, one of the key beginnings of the kind of like tortury uh-huh. period well, in horror. Torture porn. Yeah. Which is yeah. not my thing. Yeah, and that was how I figured out it was not my thing because that yeah. was like, I don't know, probably seventeen or eighteen when I saw that. Yeah, and unsettling. Yeah, it's yeah. just you're you're you're. There's no getting prepared for that movie. Yeah, ah, uh, <laughs> I feel you. Um, yeah. so Ned, sir, when, what about you, Don? Like when for me, I think it, it, there's kind of like three moments I kind of thought of because I read your, your question. Yeah, you were asking about this, and for me, because I'm a little older, I was born in '73. Mm-hmm. And so the first time I went to Japan, I think I was like five or six. Okay. And I'd have to look at the, I'd have to ask my mom and I'd have to look at when this movie came out. But I remember distinctly uh, either watching on TV, on Japanese TV, a preview uh, or trailer for Phantasm. Oh, Oh, yeah. And just the trailer. 80s. In in, in my little, you know, uh, six, seven-year-old brain. yeah. Uh, watching this trailer in Japanese and seeing this flying ball stick in someone's head, mm. and and yeah. the whole yeah. image it just forever embedded in my head, like just like that feeling of terror uh, yeah. from, from watching like a movie like that. And then after that, like I I grew up on Vashon Island where there's no cable TV, you're just mm. watching the the major networks. <clears throat> so you're going to the video store. And I was just fascinated at the video store with looking at the covers of horror films. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a cousin. He was the first person I knew that had two VCR players. This is oh. totally dating me, by the way. No, he's, but yeah, he's so he had, he had two VCR players and he proceeded to copy everything. Oh. And he he's the kind of guy that would fit like 
three movies on one VHS yeah, yeah. tape, <clears throat> put it in a super long play. Yes, yeah. Which actually, absolutely, it, it kind of makes things scarier because it's super shitty lo-fi um, video. And he would record all this stuff. And so when I was like 10 or 11, I'd go over to my cousin Dale's house mm. and he'd be showing me things like Blade Runner and Aliens. And the thing that really stuck in my brain was Evil Dead. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. I saw Evil Dead when I was too young and it <laughs> fucked me up for years. Yeah. I had recurring nightmares of melting zombies. And, yeah. and to me, that, that actually is one of my all-time favorite movies, period. Not yeah. just like horror, but just mm-hmm. like period. That's one of my favorite movies. Had such a huge impact on my life. Yeah. But actually, rewind just a second because before I saw Evil Dead, I used they used to play um, edited versions of The Shining on, oh, t- yeah. on TV, mm. and that's probably the first thing that scared the living shit yeah. out of me. Because that movie's all about tension. Yeah. And when mm-hmm. you don't when you don't see the release of tension, because that's yeah. what the made for TV version is. Like you'd see a guy walking through. Hello, is anybody here? You know. Yeah. And then before he gets the axe in the chest, they cut. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh yeah. You don't see him getting killed. You, you just see his dead body. Yeah. So that movie was all about. Just you don't see the old woman come out of the bathtub. No. And, you yeah, just yeah. see you kind of you don't like look. You know, hello, Danny. Yeah. Come yeah, play yeah, with yeah. us, but you don't see him all chopped yeah. up. No. You just see the look on his face. Yeah. So that was the first thing that just scared the living shit. One out of the of me. things that scared this <clears throat> to piggyback off that, I remember watching The Shining. One of the things that scared the shit out of me was the reactions to people. Like mm. when Cat when um Scatman Crothers? Yep. What is it? Yeah. Scatman yeah. Crothers. Yeah. Yeah, Scatman Crothers. When he looks and like I think he envisions what's going to happen. He's like and he stares, that stare is super uncomfortable. His mouth is a little open. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, you know that he he was seeing something <clears throat> that was horrifying mm-hmm. and you were scared for him. Like it 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 I, for me I feel like it sets the tone for the horror in the movie mm-hmm. because it's like whatever he sees whatever we're about to see and damn it what the fuck did he watch yeah. you know what I'm saying did he see something that you know that whatever you saw we were gonna see mm-hmm. but you were scared as shit from his from his tone and that's testament to his yeah. acting too oh absolutely just a look on his face absolutely. that scares you yeah. you know with that one one of the things that that, that I think that's great with is uh, the building so you talked about the tension. Mm-hmm. One of the most important things is just Danny on a big wheel oh, going yeah. down a hallway yeah. for what is it, six, seven minutes just going around corners. Apparently, the house that has 17 right turns you can make somehow. Yeah. yeah. But the impossible like, labyrinth. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but it just keeps going and going and going. And you're like, it's, it, it's getting somewhere. It, it's like that. It's like that song yeah. that's almost like eight. It just never resolves until the very end yeah. where yeah. they like change time signatures or whatever, it's, and it just comes around. Well, I'm a sound guy, right? Yeah. And so that scene when he's on his big wheel, oh, it's like he's hitting hard floor and then carpet. So it's like, yeah. and then silence. Yeah. Silence. Yeah. yeah. That freaked me out. That yeah. was like, you know, something awesome. fucked up is about to happen. Yeah. The only thing I miss about The Shining is I never got to see it in a, an actual theater. Yeah. Because I imagine the sound in particular with that. Like in an actual theater setting yeah. would just take it to a whole nother level. Man, I got to see The Shining and The Exorcist as a double feature on Halloween night. What oh. the fuck? They got they weren't even like good <laughs> reprints or remastered. They were old shitty seventies versions. But shit, yeah. Captain. and which made it scarier. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. kind of yellowed and fucked up. Yeah, it was good. So Don's just coming out and going, "Hey, how you like me?" Exactly. <laughs> he's stunned on him. Let yeah. Me- like he's, he did the equivalent of like, yeah, just all aces, baby. Yeah. This is what I do. Yeah. Catch up. 
<laughs> like he's clearly the OG. Yeah. In this hard shit, he does it. So I'm old. Exactly. Uh, nah, man. My first foray into like horror would have to be. I don't know. I think I started off on some like Nightmare on M Street. I think Nightmare on M Street was like my first like, and 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 sort of like you, I was at home. My I think my uncle didn't care what I was watching, yeah. and it just came on. Like it was all, it was on one of my old VHS tapes. Sure. And it was just like, yeah, I got this on VHS. Just watch it. It doesn't matter because you're occupied while I'm doing whatever. Yeah. And I was just like, I was mesmerized first of all because it it. It bothered me. It made me like I think, especially Nightmare on M Street One. Mm-hmm. Like, it is scary in concept, especially as a child. You're watching it, especially as a person who has nightmares, who's a very visual thinker. It is a scary, very scary movie, and I just, for some reason, something about it just really interests me. You know, I would say the first thing that really creeped the fuck out of me uh, was when I, I think I was three or four. And I saw Thriller, the Thriller oh, video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Thriller yeah. fucked me up. Me too. Like, I was legit scared of Thriller. I didn't think, because remember, this is Michael Jackson. So, yeah. I, you know, we all grew up on Michael Jackson. We're thinking, okay, you know, PYT. Don't stop till you get enough. Don't stop till you get enough. You know, Billie Jean, this is going to be cool. <laughs> it's not going to harm me. And, like, I'll never forget when Ola Ray re- turns around and it's first revealed that he's a zombie. The look on his face, like, fucked me. I was like, like yeah. cried as a child yeah, yeah. and i was like but i kept going back to the video it's still to this day one of the most fantastic videos oh yeah that i've ever just seen. the opening yeah. like credits with where where michael jackson's thriller is kind of pulsing yeah and breathing like oh my god oh, well because it, it was he really did it as a short film yeah. It, oh, yeah. It, it's not a music video call mm-hmm. it a mu- like there's a music video in the middle of a short film exactly because there's like six minutes before the song even kicks in in the yeah. full version and it's uh i know it's directed by john landis yes yes i don't know if he did anything between it and american werewolf in london yeah but i think it's the first thing he did after that after no yeah. no it's yeah the, yeah it's the first thing after and american i think he worked werewolf with the same london. effects people yeah he did that, he which with that has baker. amazing effects oh. yeah ray baker was amazing on that i think that's what happened michael jackson saw american yeah. werewolf in london like hey i want you to do this and it was just it was amazing I was scared of zombies and crackheads for the rest of my life. Uh, so I was like, this is this is amazing. But it was just so infectious. I just had to keep watching it. Sure. And my theory, my and I think this is this would carry on to adulthood, is if something scared me, I had to keep doing it till it didn't scare me anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I would watch that video. I would watch um yeah. Nightmare on M Street, things like that, till it, you mm-hmm. know, cause the um the opposite of fear is knowledge. Sure. So I was like, I just wanted to understand. The scariest part of Nightmare on Elm Street to me mm. was what happened off screen. Like like Freddy Krueger's origin story. Oh, yes. Or like, like oh, he's yeah. some kind of child murderer that mm-hmm. a bunch of parents got around and burned him to death. Yeah. That to me was the scariest Vigilante part. Vigilante justice. Like, Vigilante yeah. justice. He'll and do he's it. Like, and he's all scarred and yeah. coming back to kill their kids. Like, I think oh, the man, first time great. I saw it, I was too young to fully get that. I was like, oh, I guess he's just all creepy looking to be creepy looking. Yeah. And then eventually you see it later and you're like, oh no, it's because he was burned alive. It's way darker. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's way dark. And yeah. the fact that he's he's taking revenge on the children of the people who killed him. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I was like, wow, that's that's heavy. Yeah. And it made it, it I mean, granted, he was a piece of shit because he was like murdering and raping kids, right? Yes. But like, 
it's that it's that vigilante justice coming back. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's that you he becomes the antihero almost. Yeah, uh, and, and, and the whole crazy. violence begets yeah. violence kind of yeah, exactly. Concept. Yeah, and yeah. it's 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 fucking crazy. And I love the genius of that original. Mm-hmm. I thought it was that's great. Wes Craven, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Wes Craven. That's Wes Craven. So I thought that was a really good one, man. How, I am, how old was saying? he when he did that? I uh, couldn't have been too young because he had already done a couple things. Like he had done the original Hills Have Eyes, mm-hmm. and I That's think right. he did. I think he did the original Last House on the Left too. Well, oh. I think maybe that might have been him too. Um, he had done a couple of films before the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Um, his original, like you know, his seventies ones are ones where the remakes were actually worth doing because mm. the original Hills Have Eyes is. Eh. I've never seen it. It's, Actually. you know, no. you don't need to. Um, I, no, no, I, <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would seriously say it's one of the few ones where when there was that period in the 2000s, right, where they just remade the 70s A horror movies. Of, yeah. yeah. You know, they remade that yeah. Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre. Massacre. Yeah. Even all the way back to like Black Christmas, they remade mm-hmm. My Bloody Valentine. Yeah. You know, they even made like, that was crazy. like yeah. those, you know, not as famous ones. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the few ones where the 2000s Hills of Eyes is way better huh. than really? the 70s one. Yeah. Man. I, we were about to get into it. Um, I'm gonna, we're gonna have a short discussion on. I'm gonna list a bunch of genres. Oh yeah, and we're gonna uh, different this genres was, this within was hard horror. For me, by the yeah. way, yeah, yeah, this is this is awesome. And we're gonna list some of our favorites and discuss it, man. Just let it free flow. Um, hope hope you all enjoying as you listen, man. It's about to get geeky. Um, the first one is um ghosts, um ghosts or whatnot. We can talk about what was your what would you say is your favorite ghost movie. Ghost horror film. The first one that popped in my head was Poltergeist. Yeah, I, that's I, mine. I think, too. I think Poltergeist, came up. Poltergeist is the goat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think Poltergeist is specifically Poltergeist 2. Poltergeist mm-hmm. 2 scared the shit out of me. It's always like the it's not just the movie, it's the stories behind the movie. Mm-hmm. The main the main protagonist, um, the guy antagonist, um, is dying of cancer while he's making this film. So the look they didn't use much makeup yeah. on him. Like he looks like he's dying because he's actually dying. He died shortly after that film. Oh, wow. Well, so, I didn't know that. Yeah. And that's the one where I mean, it's not even just him. There was a number of like accidents on the set, Absolutely. and there are people that yeah. got like was injured. That Poltergeist two. Poltergeist two. I, I, the... I think it might have happened on both, yeah. but I know yeah. it definitely happened on the second one. The too. first one, I think one of the girls got murdered. Yeah, I mean, there's a yeah. tons of sh- yeah. stuff with the Poltergeist things. But which specifically, is just... Poltergeist two yeah. was was terrifying. Because yeah. you're dealing with a sequel, and you, we all know usually sequels don't do well. Yeah. And this one, it had it. I think they upped the ante without having to do too much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was the you know it was the building on on top of the actual graveyard, yeah. like disrespecting that, and yeah, the just the volatile way that the movie was done. Um, the home, the little girl Carol Ann or whatnot. Yeah. That that shit was creepy. We always and it also the I like psychic. Yeah. Oh yeah. The psychic who's also who also I think passed away too. Yep. Yeah. Like that was that was a big thing. Um it it was a conversation starter for the group. And and all yeah. good horror films have a good conversation starter. Cause I, I joke around with my wife all the time. Like I was like, yo, if our daughter's possessed, we leaving. <laughs> well <laughs> she was like, You're not leaving my baby. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> and this house. Fuck this house and that child. I love her, but nah. <laughs> so I'm not about to do that. Well, and it has one of the yeah. great things I think a lot of like great movies have where you can yeah. say one line from a movie. Yeah. Everybody knows what movie you take. As soon as you say in that creepy voice, 
They're here. Exactly. Everybody knows it's Poltergeist. Exactly. Or they're back. Yeah. yeah. Like that is yeah, you on know point. It. You right know there. it. You know it. And yeah. so that was that was just good ass marketing. Yeah. I know we yeah. all talked about Poltergeist, but if people want kind of the for people that are the lighter horror fans that have some reason still listening to this thing and uh-huh. turn it off because they're <laughs> polite people. Um, but the um, in the early 2000s with um, Nicole Kidman starting at The Others. Oh, yeah. It is a pretty good one, too. If, if you're not into the like horror horror ones, more a little yeah. more suspenseful side, that one's a pretty good one, too. I will say um, recently the one of the better stories that I've seen was the Haunting on Hill House. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was TV. Yeah. Did you the ever bent, watch it? The oh, yeah. Bent, the oh, yeah. bent neck lady. The yeah. bent neck lady. Oh, my God. See, bro, can I say that the bent neck lady is one of the best episodes I've seen? Okay. When I, I, I that oh my show God. took a while to kind of reel me in. Yeah. But when I saw that episode with the bent neck lady, I was and like, the, when you see it unfold, I was like, oh, holy shit. I was like, that's oh, good. this that's is good. real. Yeah. yeah. That's what I did. I was so fucking impressed. Like, I want to watch that episode again. Yeah. Because I was like, this is good writing. Yeah. This is a good way of the story of yeah. evolving into itself. Because I thought the Bent Net Lady shit was stupid. Yeah. Until. Yes. I was like, holy shit. This is crazy. So if y'all watching right now, yeah. y'all should check it out. Like, it reminds me, that show reminds me, it, it does go so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that it reminded me, and it had heart. And it reminded me of um the show This Is Us. I'm not really into This Is Us because it's cry porn. But this was more so like it's this is us. But they was like, what if you take the empathy out and add ghosts? You know, like yeah. and I was like, so we not gonna like sit here and wish for happy endings. We want to, but we're gonna make you cry and scare the shit out of you. You know, yeah. so I thought that that was good because these characters were so. I think a lot of the characters were relatable as far as like how family is and dealing with family in the midst of tragedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've all, you know, sadly, some of us have been there, things like that, and how you see the breakdowns of everybody being imperfect. Right. You know? Well, that's, that's the, yeah. the Haunting of Hill House had good storytelling, and, you know, it was about kind of intergenerational trauma and mm-hmm. and uh, just family dysfunction generally, and then they yeah. throw some ghosts in there. Exactly. And they did a good job of but it. But I think yeah. they did a great job inter- um, intertwining all the ghosts. I yeah. thought that was cool. Like, it was, I was like, okay, that's cool. Um Thirteen Ghosts was another good one. No, it's not. It's don't 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 hey, say Thirteen hey, Ghosts hey, is a good hey. one. I have a I have a sweet I have a sense of the style. That's one of the first dates I took took my now wife. Yeah, we went to go see Thirteen Ghosts. Rod Digger was great in that. Show. Hey, well, Brandy, just, just Brandy, because you I'm have sorry. good associations. <laughs> Thirteen Ghosts was wasn't great. No. I will give it that. All right, yeah. Thirteen Ghosts. Well, was great. So, I like sorry. it. Though. One last thing on Haunted Hill House. The yeah. other thing that's impressive about that is yeah, it's a remake of a remake. Yeah. Of a story based on a book. Yeah. So the Haunted Hill House is a book. They uh-huh. made into a movie in the I think early sixties. Which had an oddly good ass yeah. cast. No, like no, 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 you're talking about the nineties one. The nineties one yeah, had yeah. a when really they remade good cast. so when the nineties it was just called The Haunting. Yeah. That was the one that had like Liam Neeson, Catherine Zeta Jones. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you were like, how did you get one? all these people in the room? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that movie was trash. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, the, for for uh, for its era, the original one's not bad. Okay. Um, for I mean, if you're, you know, up for kind of an early black and white, you know, a lot of yeah. practical effects where you don't see a lot kind of. Oh, okay. Because, um, yeah. you know, it's the 60s. It's the 60s, yeah. So. So they, they played around with it. Yeah. Played that's around a solid with one. It. So that's Ghosts. Yeah. That's, that's one out of eight. Yeah. Yeah, that's one. Um, next, we will go with. 
Um, monsters. Mm. Monsters. Now, monsters will probably be my least favorite. <laughs> oh, see, there's there a bunch of my favorites are mon- so okay. One of my probably at least top five horror movies is Alien. Alien, which yeah. is definitely a monster film. Let's it's, be yeah. real. It's a monster film. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I think, you know, there's probably what Alien fifty different vampire movies of some sort or another. Yeah. You know what's funny? Least. I actually don't really count. I guess vampire films are monsters. Well, some, yeah. I yeah. mean, they definitely are. They, I think they have their films. Yeah, the, but the I mean, ones. like, an American Werewolf in London. We mentioned that's a really good one too. Actually, I think that one's one of the best ones. Yeah, American Werewolf in London is one. Of, first of all, it has the best horror, uh, has the best transformation scene. Oh, definitely of all time. Yeah, of all time. And I mean, so, they're having yeah. to do with all practical effects because this is. I think it comes out in eighty one, if I remember. Yeah, right. yeah, and it's um, like the, the best. thing is that oh, that, that's oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, like, yeah. Oh, absolutely, definitely. that is a monster movie. That yeah. is one, the blob audit. Yeah. Like, but the thing, well, but, but the thing's very different because it's the, there's not a there's not a physical monster. It's like the monster inside of us all. Yeah, yeah. is really what yeah. it's about. Which is deep. Yeah, it's really it's deep. deep and really. I mean, it's poetry reading. The, it's a shape shifting kind yeah. of. Kind of monster, but it is a monster. Look, movie. John yeah. Carpenter in a span of like five years made Halloween and the thing. That's yeah, just, like which is coming up with like two classic albums. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think um, for me, monsters. When I think of monsters, I usually think of at least if I'm going with favorites. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the werewolf movies. Okay, you know I think that that one's cool. Or if we're going into the the vampire genre, mm-hmm. which. What's, what's crazy enough is I never view vampire movies as like true horror films because there's well, always this sense of romance. Some of them are. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, always, how yeah. would you classify It Follows, which is a newer movie? Mm-hmm. But th- is that Monster or is that... Man, that's a hard one to... I, I yeah. really like that one. Yeah, no, no, that that's... Is that a Monster movie? Mm-hmm. I mean, our... Kind of? Is HPV not a Monster? Like is, I, is HPV a monster? Cause that's, <laughs> well, because I mean the yeah. the movie is really like yeah. the it's entire about movie disease. Yeah, yeah it's an yeah. entire metaphor for STIs. Right. right? Yeah. It's it's all about sexually transmitted diseases. Absolutely. Mm. And that's what the whole movie is one giant metaphor for. I thought they did a and, good job. Yeah, which I think a lot of the monster movies are. A lot of times they're metaphor for some sort of like disease or rot yeah. or something like yeah. physically wrong with you. So, you know? Yeah. You know? I, the, the Cloverfield movies were all right. The Cloverfield movies were decent. I yeah. like I like dealing with the unseen. I'm not gonna lie to you. I yeah. like dealing with the unseen. Yeah. There's there's this added level of um tension yeah. that you have. So I think that's pretty cool. Well, I you know, know, I mean it's not a monster movie really, but you mentioned the unseen kind of going on your Cloverfield thing. Uh-huh. I think the ten Cloverfield Lane was probably actually better than the original. Wait, Cloverfield. is that the bunker one? That's, that's what the I bunker heard. one with oh. Jen uh John Goodman and uh, um, was the Mary most- Weinstein. Weinstein. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, yeah, that yeah, was no, the no, best no. in that series. Yeah, yes, and that movie is sure. great, and that is that is very much like that, good ass acting. But that is not a, mo- I mean, that's not a monster film. But you mentioned, yeah, the unseen and the, the unseen Cloverfield side so to throw that one. In. I like, that, one's, um, that one's great. If we're going, I'd be remiss if we we can't leave monsters without without talking about um, zombies. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, zombies. I would say zombies. I think Dawn of the Dead oh, was yeah. one of them. What, I think it was like the 85 one. George Romero. No, 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 no. If you're talking about the 80s one, that's Day of the Dead. That's Day of the Dead. Well, I remember well, seeing that shit and going, I'm not supposed to be watching Well, are shit. you talking about the one in the mall or the one in the bunker? Um, Mall. Okay, no, that's uh, late 70s. Yeah, that's late that, 70s. But that's Dawn of the Dead. I remember watching that shit going, man, I'm not supposed is, is he biting? I remember him biting somebody's shoulder off. Yeah. Like, I was like, this shit, and they were gory. Yeah. 
They got gory. And I, well, I, I fuck with George Romero for that. That well, was dope. One of the fascinating things with Romero is basically yeah. he decided, like, I want to make a movie discussing a societal issue. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he just figures out how to tell it with zombies. Yeah. So the original Night of the Living Dead is talking about, you know, the civil rights era, basically. Exactly. There's and, a black and, protagonist. Yeah. And that's like the whole point. And he's yeah. the guy that makes it to the end. Yeah. Like all these other people die off. Which he's the crazy. one who makes it to the end. But it's yeah. like for a point. You know, the late 70s one is all about consumerism and all the mm-hmm. people drifting to the mall because they have this inherent need to go consume Absolutely. or whatever. The one, um, what was the one that was done in the, like two th- early 2000s? Well, that was With when they Bing remade. Rain? Yeah. Well, they remade Dawn Land, of the Dead. The mall? Oh, yeah. yeah. I and that was Land mo- of the Dead. Yeah, that yeah. was mostly about greed. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, that one was the... Um, Zack Snyder has no subtlety yeah. award because I mean look it's probably one of the better Zack Snyder movies but, oh, it is. but, but we're, we're aiming t- for the bottom here well he has a tendency mm-hmm. to miss the point yeah see Man of Steel yeah it's, like it's exactly. like <laughs> he doesn't gonna, understand we're, gonna, we're not gonna talk about that but yeah, yeah, yeah. but anyway but I no, need no. more gloss yeah fuck fuck the act <laughs> yeah but you know, I mean the the 2000s Dawn of the Dead is very entertaining but it doesn't have the it's like in some ways it's a better made movie just because uh-huh. they production values are higher and yeah technology move forward so there's stuff they could do but it doesn't have kind of the same point i don't yeah. think as much so if you want a movie to sit back and just have a fun two hours it might actually be a little better than the romero one but if you want to watch it as like a movie with some depth and something to say yeah it's you know Light years short. Zombie movies in general for me have always been kind of like good, clean, fun horror films. Yeah. Like it's like kind of escapism horror, whereas like there's been a couple that where you're kind of thinking a little deeper maybe, sure. but yeah. not usually, you know, it's and, and that's what I like about them. It's like, you know, slow moving, brain eating. Yeah. I would say um, malevolent what would, force. Yeah. What would you say? Favorite favorite vampire movie? Ugh. Uh, I hate them I all. mean... <laughs> I don't know. Vampires are stupid. Here's the thing. Vampires are stupid. I probably can't come up with a true uh, life force. No, no, no. I can come up with one. Life force. Oh, I don't know life force. I don't know like what's life force. It's like an eighties. It's it's. This is from a person who hates vampire movies. Yeah, well, because it's kind of a. So life force is is like Haley's comet comes around every once in a while, and it carries like this soul sucking alien being, which are vampires. Okay. And okay. so that so it's kind of like a thinly veiled vampire movie. All right. But I just I in general I just kind of hate vampires. Mm. Well, no. So there are a couple I can think of. One is um the original Fright Night. It's pretty solid from the, the 80s. Yeah, Fright Night. Um, yeah, Fright Night. The good second one. one is Let the Right One In. Oh. Which ooh. I forget which yeah. Scandinavian ooh. country it's from. I want to yes. say Sweden, but I could be wrong on that. Yes, um, that's a good one. But but that one's really good. But again, it's that slow build, tension filled. Uh-huh. Uh, one and if you're talking about similar to your zombie point of just like just fun and yeah. not serious but just you know entertainment yeah. yeah 30 days a night was pretty fun 30 days a night like it doesn't have a lot to say but it but it but it's it's a fun With Josh Hartnett yeah yeah, yeah, Josh yeah. Hartnett. Um, Monica Porter yeah huh Monica Porter yeah yeah, exactly. yeah I I can I can agree with that yeah I like it I think from a literary standpoint I think that um I am a fan of Graham Stoker's Dracula. I think that one was a, it's a classic. It's an upscale. Yeah. It's an upscale vampire film. Oh yeah, but it's it's not really a vampire film. You know, it's a. I love. I've always loved the one of the things that always stuck out for vampires in a sense is 
um, the origin. Like, I, maybe I wasn't like a huge, huge vampire fan, but I love the origin of Draco. You know, um, mm. Vlad, Vlad Draco. And how he pretty much destroyed all of his enemies. And yeah. Is it Vlad like, the Impaler? Is Vlad that, the Impaler. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Vlad the Impaler. And he impaled all of yeah. his enemies in the war. And I thought that shit was dope. Other than that, from a but from a fun like eighties boy aspect, I mean, what what person wasn't really a fan of the Lost Boys? You know, I you know? I think the problem is I never saw it as a kid. Oh so okay. I saw that it, shit it does during nothing. that time. Yeah, yeah, see I didn't see the Lost Boys until like the late nineties when I was oh, sixteen. Oh, it's like, corny. It's like this sucks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, man. I don't think I listened to enough goth in the eighties to really get into all that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love the cure, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. there were lots like Bajas and yeah. stuff yeah. like that. So nah, quick quick side note about Bram Stoker. Yeah. So when I was in the sixth grade, I was in a production of Dracula oh. and I got to play the best part. I was Renfield. Mm. Who is the who is a henchman of, yeah. of Dracula? And, yeah. and he ends up he's like in an insane asylum. Yeah. The problem was uh it was a sixth grade production, they had to cut it way down. Uh-huh. And my sixth grade teacher cut a bunch of my parts. I cried. Uh-huh. I, I she I found out she cut all my, my best scenes. I'm like, what Yeah, that's You're killing me here. That's a tough one. Yeah, man. that was yeah. that was hard. I cried. That's a tough one. I, I think cried. um yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm but Renfield. Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, there you go. Yeah. There it is. I think, but yeah, I would say those are my, my favorites. Um, mm-hmm. Also, like, I don't know. I guess this counts as a... Um, anybody seen Jennifer's body? Nope. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's cute. You no. have a tone. You have a tone. It's not good. It's it's lousy. It's cute. It's cute. Is this vampire? You look, No, it's not vampire. It's more so devil... Uh, she, I guess she's a monster, right? Megan Fox is basically some combination of like demon and succubus yeah. kind of character. Um, but I think is that the next genre? I don't know. No, no, not yet. There's no succubus genre. There, there's no succubus genre. Those are called rom coms. Yeah, and so oh. <laughs> that's a whole different podcast. Yeah, that is, that is, and I'm not ready to deal with that yet. No. Um, no, no, no. The next, are we done with monsters? Yeah, I think so. I'm done with monsters. All right, cool. Um, mentally destabilizing ones, um, which people go crazy. So, I mean, is that like psychological thriller? Is yeah, that, we're what? talking about psychological. We're talking psycho. We're talking yeah. the shining. Yeah, that's my that's yeah. that's my genre. This though. is my shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I love this because I am. A, There's a lot of branches of that. Too. There yeah. is. There is. There's a lot of branches of it. I mean. What Definitely about, what, what all praise like to the occult. What? You know, what about like satanic, like a possession kind of stuff? I think we're gonna get to that. Is that a different one? On. I didn't see. I didn't see it on. No, there. I don't see it. I don't see it on that. So we can we can put this in there because that that's that counts. part of that. That like, definitely like, counts. Uh, yeah. Children of the Corn style. Ooh, and, yeah. yeah. Even like a, even like a paranormal activity. A paranormal kind of activity. Like, yeah, kind absolutely. Of demons and possession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like yeah. actually. Yeah, hereditary. Man, we were talking about this. Hereditary. The scariest part in Hereditary for me was Tony Collette's Tony Collette's um, reaction to her child dying. Oh god! Yeah, I think that was disturbing as fuck. Like, granted, yes, heads got yes. Her daughter. For y'all listening, on spoilers. Yeah, y'all should have known this. We've in been general. pretty good so far. Yeah, no, no, no. My general rule is the, the yeah. spoiler you're gonna give is like 25 minutes into the movie. So like, 
you're it, fine. I mean, it's not like the end. It's not the end. <laughs> That's the most fucked up part. That's yeah. not the end. Yeah. You know, so, you know, so anyway, if you're listening, you know, the daughter gets ahead. Um, hereditary is yeah. top shelf for me. Yeah. You really? Yeah. Hereditary, I was surprised when I saw mm, it. Yeah. I didn't think I would be affected. I didn't think it would be yeah. like a thing where I'm like, the fuck? Yeah. But yeah. I think that's one of the, I think Tony Collette is a sleeper screen queen. Oh my God. Because Tony Collette is such a good actress. Yeah. But she's had more moments where she scared me with looks in, in movies that she's done before. So, so what other ones are you thinking about? Because I'm having a hard time thinking of any ones other than It's Hereditary. weird. It's, you know why? Because I think it's certain situations where it wasn't a horror okay. movie. Okay. Well, the, six, the, the Sixth Sense comes close. Sixth yeah, Sense is true. definitely, yeah. You know? No, no, I mean, that's definitely Dorish. I mean, that's, that kind of yeah. goes back to our ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One. Definitely, oh, that's a great ghost movie we didn't mention. That's yeah. Great, Sixth Sense. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was great. I feel like that was an art piece. Maybe, yeah, 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 maybe totally. uh, Shaman's an only great movie. Mm. Okay, that's a whole different podcast. Yeah, yeah. Let's not let's not <laughs> yeah. go there. Yeah, let's yeah. not go there. But mm-hmm. you might be right. Yeah, I mean, yeah that's yeah. that's a fair argument. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but, another one um, haven't mentioned in terms of this category is uh-huh. uh, Amityville Horror. Is a great one. Amityville Horror is one yeah. of the best ones. I think that it's yeah. been done very well. I like the fact like Ryan Reynolds' version is actually not it's bad. It's not bad. Oh, yeah, it's not bad. I love the idea of someone. Thinking they're not going crazy. Yeah. But everyone else noticing. Yeah. You know, it's, I always think of the song by um, the Talking Heads, um, Twice in a Lifetime. Oh, yeah, yeah. Once in a Lifetime. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, is this, this is not my beautiful wife. Like, this is not my beautiful house. Like, and I, I, I have those moments as a, as a father and as a family man, you have those moments where it's like, am I going crazy? Yeah. Because, you know, in your mind, you think you're normal. Yeah. But your surroundings are telling you, hey, man, you're a little off. You know, and you're like, really? And yeah. I love that. And I think I think I, that's what attracts me to these movies. Sure. You have movies like like you have um, Jack Nicholas in, in The Shining, which was mm. brilliantly done. And it was more so like you you think he's just coming in. You think he's just stressed out. You think even it's alcoholism. Right. Yeah. But then it's like there's something else there. Yeah. Well, I mean, that one walks that line of possession. Mental, yeah. Possession and mental instability yeah. together. It's I, kind of both. Yeah, I, I I have to say it's one of the best endings I've ever seen. Yeah, um, the Shining. The Shining. Shining has one of the best endings. Danny, I've ever seen. Danny boy. Yes, oh no, I was gonna say even after that. It's, no, the it, picture. It's the photo. Yeah, the photo the, at the, the end. The photo. Oh yeah. The where, photo fucked me up. Where he's in it. Yeah, he's yeah. in it, and it's like, I'm sorry, did I miss something? Yeah. And I love, I love. Stanley Kubrick was a fucking genius for that. Yeah. I was like, did I miss something? Yeah. Is this? Is is he being reincarnated? Yeah. Like, did he get sucked into the picture? Like, what the fuck? It was a it was a mind fuck for me. Let me ask and you. And I loved it. Yeah. What? When I was uh, in the eighties, I re- I went and saw Jacob's Ladder in the theater. Ooh. And, oh, it, yeah. and it deeply affected Ooh, me. For yes. it was like it's like Vietnam War stuff. Uh, yeah, traumatized war vets. Kind of, kind of. Uh, what do they call it? Like time paradox stuff. Yeah. yeah. But how would you categorize that? Is in it's the, in it's horror? on the same token as the Sixth Sense. Yeah. Okay. Because you know he's well, been dead the it's whole like time. Psychological. Yeah. Terror kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. It's not yeah, monster. Yeah. It's not. No, there's no, a little no. bit of kind of heaven and hell in there, it but is. it's yeah. it's not exactly like the occult. Well, because so. that one's no. basically like a dream sequence. But is that the a that's a horror film? Yeah, it's a horror film. It's a combination. Yeah. It feels like a combination of Sixth Sense and Vanilla Sky. 
Huh. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I haven't got that. Yeah, yes, it's, it's got both. It's got. Like But that movie, if you think about Jacob's Ladder, mm-hmm. had lasting uh, uh, effect and uh, it was it, very it influential. Yeah. The imagery of the flopping faceless head. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You see that come up over and over yeah. and over again. That was the first time I ever saw that. Yeah. It was like yeah. Jacob's Ladder with the twitching head, mm. the torso with the faceless figure. I would say um, mentally stabilizing, going back to the classics, I think um, a lot can be said about Psycho. Oh, yeah. Psycho oh, yeah. was definitely the classic. Alfred Hitchcock was in his fucking bag. Like, yeah. the just the, the, the on-screen, the, the, the shot where you turn away, like, that's iconic now, where it's almost like cliche to yeah. stab somebody in the shower. Yeah. But it's about catching people in their most um, vulnerable places. Yeah. And the, the look at this, why this is, uh, this is going on somewhere else. Yeah. You know, Anthony Perkins did an amazing job of being essentially a psychopath. Yeah. And one of the yeah. things Homicidal that... Homicidal maniac. Exactly. Yeah. And then one of the things that America is really obsessed with is homicidal maniac killers. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's the reason why you have a um, Amityville Horror House or the um, a, a Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are... The, all, all, which all three of these people are inspired by a real serial killer, again. Yeah. And... Um, not to be super creepy, but I'm really into serial killers. Yeah. So that was one of the things that got me into those those type of movies. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Uh, what about you guys? Like, you know, you know yeah. two other ones um, that come to mind, which are two of my favorite uh, foreign horror films that kind of fit in this category. The first one would be uh, High Tension is one that definitely comes to mind. High Tension will probably be my favorite. Yeah, High Tension. I've Tench- never seen it. I mean, oh it, my god, it, it's a French one. It, it is. Crazy intense. Only watch the French version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- I mean that is key because um, the American version they change the ending. It's trash, and the, it completely changes the meaning. That of the happens movie. so often. It's so dumb. Yeah, that was like yeah. the same with the vanishing. They did yeah. that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, that one's that one's awesome. I mean that that one is definitely the like thrill ride horror movie. Mm. Um, the oh, other yes. uh, other one, it's just a few years old now. It's also French. It's a movie called Raw. Um, mm. It's basically a vegetarian turned cannibal. Is simplest way to explain it, um, <laughs> yeah. and you know, but again, it, it's you know, it's actually kind of similar to uh, it follows, where it's very much really about ideas of sexuality because it's about a um, a girl who goes to college, and that's when all this happens, and it's her experiencing new things, and she's mm. open to new stuff, and she's trying different things out. It leads her on a path of self-discovery, except in this time, self-discovery is, this. Yeah. you know what I love? I love eating people. You That's know, what her self-discovery you, is. You know, yeah. as we're talking, and I keep remember like, ghost stories, The Ring. Yeah. Both oh, versions, yeah. you know? Yeah. The Ring, yeah. That's a great ring ghost story. The ring. No, yeah. I mean, there's, there's no way we're going to... Yeah, every yeah. every we're not gonna get everyone tangents everywhere. Yeah, it may be tangents. So you know, if y'all listening and y'all like talk about this, we'll probably get to it. Yeah. Um. So that's that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. The ring was dope. The ring, um, and and actually circling back to like the, um, circling back to a nightmare on M Street or whatnot. The ring was about getting attention. The girl wanted attention, like. Um, the Freddie thrived off attention. Yeah, and those were things that and and it and you I took that with me like oh wow you know yeah so that's pretty dope. Uh, all right, so one more thing like any final things before the mentally dis- disability, um, debilitating, mm, debilitating. 
No other ones come to mind for me in particular that I want to yeah. point out. I mean, there's Exorcist. I, I know. Sure. Exorcist was a classic. Overrated? Oh, oh we're going to say that for the hot yeah, takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to say that yeah, for yeah. the hot takes. But Exorcist was a classic. Like, yeah. you can't mm-hmm. deny that. Like, I, I actually was... love The Exorcist, but. Yeah. But yeah. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So we're going to um, we're gonna leave this mental uh, mental thing away. I know. I'll, I'll think of something. Exactly. Um, you can, we can always come back to it because it's our fucking podcast. And um, so <laughs> um, we're going. The next one is torture porn. Torture porn, everybody. Yeah. Not um, my thing. I'll That's just remember yep. and say, like, as soon as yeah. it comes to this category, the first Saw's got first, some interesting ideas, but it's like, it's Saw kind of is a, genius. Well, the first one, the ideas are the, uh-huh. it is definitely a movie where you're like, yeah, it would have been nice if it would have had a little more budget. You could have filmed this scene more than once because, yeah, because the, the editing's sloppy or the acting's kind of, it should have stopped at like three. Yeah. Well, that's definitely true. That's definitely, yeah, like the they hostile kept, ones are just, Terrible. Yeah, the hostile ones are just yeah. brutal just to be brutal. I'm yeah. not too much in the torture porn. No. Nope. I'm not too much in the torture porn. Uh, we can all agree with that one. Yeah. yeah. I don't I'm good. Yeah. I went I'm to a, I went to a poker party where the where this guy was playing the human centipede in the back oh, yeah. in the background on purpose to fuck with us to like distract oh. us. I was like, that's fucked up. That's pretty genius. That well, that, that is a good move, that's but, pretty genius. but that yeah, no. So, the, can, can I ask, is this a friends game of poker? <laughs> yes. Because if it's yes. a friends game of poker, it was, it was a this friends is a little game too of... intense. Yeah, yeah. This is like, so there's a, um, by the comedian uh, Dimitri Martin, there's a bit that yeah. says, every board game is really should be called Which of My Friends is an Overcompetitive Asshole. <laughs> Absolutely. And apparently... That was your friend yes. who played Human Centipede just to win at poker with his buddies. You Shout know what? To, <laughs> Shout out to Brandy and, and Monopoly. We're going. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, baby. I love you. All right. So, yeah, I think that. Um, she won't be listening to this. <laughs> she's not let's, listening. let's be real. We're 45 minutes in. She's yeah. been turned to sit on. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, that was, I can't, I just couldn't get into torture porn because no. I'm like, for what? Yeah. You know? Um. Saw? I, I, I never got in. Do you remember the faces of death from that was? Yeah. I'm a child of the '80s, so like I was, I, a, I was yeah. never into that either. I, you know, I never just, watched those. I saw. I the watched it them. once. Yeah, yeah. It just, yeah it's just enough for me. It's just yeah. it didn't. It, it's not interesting. One yeah. of the things that was kind of disturbing. I was like, "What's the point?" Yeah, you know, and I, I it just doesn't move me. It didn't create. Re, it doesn't create re rewatch factor. Yeah. No, no, I don't want it. I don't no. want it. Um, next is my. I would say my favorite genre. Which is slasher films. Slasher films are just fun. Yeah. You know, so like going back to the love of serial killers and homicidal maniacs. Sure. Slasher films are just fun. We can break down our slasher films. We have classics and um, slept on slashers on this one. I would say, who would you say is your favorite slasher? There's so many. And then there, yeah. I think they're starting to bring them back too, which is crazy. Well, so, so you're talking about character are you talking about movie you're talking about series um we're talking let's talk character movie series okay but like character movie though character is definitely mike myers mike myers he's the king yeah i mean he's not the first no 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 but he's the king he's the best how how, what is your argument that he's the king how how does he deserve well so first of all because basically while halloween is not the first holiday themed horror movie because black christmas came beforehand which is also yeah, yeah. a uh, slasher film from what like 74 75 something like that yeah um but it was the first big one and basically 
for probably something like a decade, half of all horror films are basically in some way very directly or semi-directly influenced by Halloween. Yeah. Like it basically like Friday the 13th is basically the B version of Halloween. There's something really so simple yeah. about it too. Yeah. yeah. The music yeah. is simple. The, music the concept is, is simple. It, and it's just yeah. like, Oh my God. The he's the mask. boogeyman. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he is, is the, the boogeyman. boogeyman. He's the boogeyman. And the slow always, moving, yeah, malevolent the, force. The trip and fall. The yeah, like the fact that I I went to go see the recent Halloween with you in the movie. Theater. Yeah, and first of all, I haven't seen it. I would like to apologize. Any good? Um, we almost made Mark racist. I think that um, <laughs> Mark was like oh, <laughs> the people who were sitting next to us, the two black women sitting next to us. And they were talking all through it. But that's just what black people do. We talk a lot through these movies, especially horror films. Yeah. And, like, I'm looking at the slight look of disgust in your face. Yeah. But yet also jamming to the damn music. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, this shit go hard. Because so, that, that, first of all, that music is dope. John Carpenter yeah. is the shit for that. And, like, the I think the music really makes it. Yeah. Too. Definitely. It's just awesome. Like, Well, the interesting yeah. thing about that is... That was different about the early ones. Is that's the one where I'm like, get him, Mike. You yeah. get him. Get him. Mike's got him. Exactly. Got him on lock. Like, I ended up rooting for him through like halfway through the movie. Because, I mean, partly because, and you know, the one thing though, it's kind of funny to talk yeah. about the remake on a podcast. Yeah. Because nothing has tried to set podcasts back farther than the remake of Halloween. Yeah. They, like, the two characters in the beginning are the world's most annoying terrible true crime broadcasters like ever it's like yeah. so stereotypical awful people exactly just yeah just kill them yeah you know i think that um w- mike myers is definitely like first of all it created you know jamie lee curtis yeah it, it, it it's a legacy thing too because you know her mother was from um psycho and yeah. to to continue that is like pretty dope to be just in uh, a legend in her own writer with that movie so it's really cool halloween is always been good yeah like in that and it's always served that purpose um you you get to other slashes like jason mm-hmm. you know yeah. jason is jason got wacky it, it, i feel like jason ruined his legacy by adding all those stupid ass sequels you know the, in space look, so look, many sequels yes there's a part of me in <laughs> really kind of loves what is clearly one of the worst movies i've ever seen and yeah. enjoyed yeah which is Friday the 13th, part eight, Jason takes Manhattan, <laughs> which first of all comes right after the Muppets take Manhattan. Now it's Jason's turn, which is funny enough. But that's the one where he can Poor like Manhattan, where he can teleport across the sewers yes. of Manhattan and stuff. It what is what the fuck? It is so terrible, what but in a very enjoyable fuck? way. Yeah. Like, ah, uh. like it's enjoyable in a Nick Cage version of Wicker Man <laughs> kind of way. You know, I, I've never seen a, uh, uh, it's on my list to see like in the next week because I don't know why I missed the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Yeah. I had no idea how goofy it was. Oh, yeah. And I was recording this band and they were quoting all this crazy shit during the session. I'm kind of distracted. And finally I turned around like, what movie are you quoting? And because um, the, the guy I hear in the background is like, um... I'm the Lord of the Harvest, like Dennis Hopper saying this stuff, yeah. and then like the yeah. ba- the anti- the bad guy's like, "What is that? Some kind of health food store?" And yeah. and he's <laughs> quoting all this crazy shit from that movie, yeah. which is th- that's kind of a slasher. Yeah. Oh no, definitely. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, he just slashed people with the chainsaw. 
Yeah. I just saw the original oh, like six months ago for the first time. Oh, yeah. And it was like the remastered version. That movie mm-hmm. blew me away. Yeah. I am. Uh, who is your favorite slasher? Well, right now it's it's got to be Leatherface. Sure. Oh, okay. Got you. Got you. I mean, just because I finally saw the original. Mm-hmm. And it like I was That's kind another of, one. You know, Cleverly like, when, done. you know, when you when you you're kind of juiced to see a horror film, like you kind of get yeah. that adrenaline rush. You're really kind of nervous and a little sweaty, and then you hit play and you're watching it, and you kind of get that kind of jittery anticipation. So yeah. I had that. I would watch it by myself in the dark, and it scared the shit out of me. Yeah, <laughs> there's a scene where all the hillbillies yeah. are like around the girl, and they have the close-ups on her eyeball, and then the whole ending where there's like some random person who runs on screen. Like, oh yeah, there's like so much chaos in that yeah. movie. Yeah, it, it, uh, it, it, it's, well, and it has that. Uh, iconic shot where he's there with when he's outside mm-hmm. and it's at daybreak. Yes. And there's he's running through the laundry and they get that crazy shot oh. where the guy actually almost hit the cameraman with a running chainsaw. Yeah. Which yeah. is why it's so close and it's like falling down and backwards because he was doing it to not get hit by because he's just whipping it in circles. Yeah. And he did that to not get sliced in half which by is, a chainsaw. Which is genius. Yeah. Which is genius. Like, I think that's... It's an those, accident it's that went ha- amazing. Exactly. It's a happy accident. Yeah. To me, it's that like one awesome. of the best examples of, like, how, like, a low-budget 16-millimeter film, like, like the production quality of a movie makes it oh, even yeah. scarier by, like, kind of, like, the grainy film yeah. and the kind of terrible sound yeah. makes it even more frightening. Oh, yeah. The yeah. sound, yeah. sound yeah. editing was great yeah. in that. Yeah. I think, for me... um slasher would be um this, this is weird this is a weird one because this is an odd slasher pick um final destination where death is technically the slasher coming uh, back to get everybody like i know it's corny i don't but really they call are, that a slasher film movie though it's not really a slasher film yeah. but everybody it's one of those things where everybody's picked off yeah one by one you know the interesting like, in thing the, is so death is the actual slasher. That's one of the few ones where yeah. I think um, uh, sequel is better because I actually think the second one's better than the first. Yeah, the second one's better now, than the first. By the, the third, second one, they're kind of it. It it goes up and down. Yeah, because like all right, so the second one is definitely iconic. The yeah. second one is the reason why I don't drive behind wooden um, wooden logs. Tr- yeah, trucks with logs on the back. Yeah, I don't like. Yeah. There's a clear moment where I stop driving behind those. Yeah. It's after that I've seen that movie. Yeah. Um, then you have the number. And like I said, once again, guys, spoiler alert. There's, I, I want to say number six or number five, which in which they do it. And it's like a bridge. Okay. And the bridge collapses. And at the end, the twist ending is that you find out. Because, you know, you, there's always survivors, right? Sure. And the survivors, they was like, now that we won, now that we got over this, let's. Let's live out our fears. Let's take a let's take a plane to Paris, and then you get on a plane to Paris and you see David David Sawa oh, fighting yeah. off, and it's like, oh shit, this is one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like this is the beginning of one. Gotcha. And I thought that was fucking yeah. awesome. I thought that was just yeah. genius. The only I problem it. sometimes though, like you said, it's up and down. Yeah. Sometimes that one turns a little bit into like mousetrap the horror movie oh yeah absolutely and, and, yeah. and those are a little like those are little this campy. is kind of too ridiculous yeah it gets campy the yeah. one the sadly the one that was made in new orleans got really campy yeah. and i was like uh, yeah the ones why? where it's like the cat hit the tea kettle where the steam knocked mm-hmm. the shelf which exactly had the egg roll on the knife that which stabbed went her on in the, the floor face. And yeah yeah it's it like, like uh yeah and i would say the other one i would say uh the one that deeply affected me 
Um, because that's just fun fanboy shit. The one that actually affected me was Candyman. Okay. I think Candyman was the first one. And that's it's a situation where um representation mattered. Sure. And not in a great way. Yeah. And so I was I always used to watch him in, you know, if I can be frank here, like I used to watch a lot of these slasher films and not give a fuck because I'm like, I'm not a white person in the woods. I won't be in the woods in general. I don't camp. I don't hang around these white bitches. Like, and I, I just don't do the, the type of stuff that would get me caught up in that situation. And then Candyman came. And granted, Candyman was mostly killing white chicks. Right? But I was just like, you in the hood, though? Like, yeah. Candyman came to the hood? And like, till this day, still don't say Candyman in the mirror. You know? But it was more so like the music. That's another thing. Music was excellent. The the music was excellent. The story behind it was excellent because it was rooted in racism and slavery and everything. So I was like, this this is hitting all the pieces for me. And I thought that that was so good. Um, you you kind of rooted for him, too. Yeah. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. You kind of rooted for him because you understood. So yeah. so you're saying Leprechaun in the Hood was not doing it, it for you? It wasn't. <laughs> it, really, it really wasn't. I didn't. It missed the mark. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Just. You know what? It, it came up a little short. A little short. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help myself. That was very Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes our first hour of a two-part series of Chris Talks, the horror edition. I want to thank Mark. I want to thank Don. We had a great first run. Um, I'm looking forward to everyone hearing the second hour. It promises to be a riveting, educational, and informative episode. Daddy's lying. Shut up, Ella. Okay, so I hope you all enjoy it. Stay tuned for the next episode, and I look forward to hearing from you. Peace.